Hello and welcome back, or welcome to Easy Bake Takes the Podcast, where we read the one-star reviews of your favorite movies, and we give our thoughts and opinions. My name is Kat. And I'm Riley. And we're we're on the last movie. We're, we're on, on Breaking last. Dawn Part 2. We're there, and I'm so ready to not be doing this anymore. I'm so excited <laughs> that this is the last time. I'm not going to talk about Twilight with you for years. <laughs> no. Well, maybe. No, no more know. Twilight maybe. talk. No more Twilight I'll, talk. I'll I'm you- done. I'll still send you TikToks about Twilight. Exactly. I'm still going to buy the keychain. <laughs> yeah. It has the filter of it. But that's about it. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done with I'm Twilight. I'm still going to listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. Still that too. sing the songs at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good Bon Iver last week. I really like that. Thank you. It was good. <laughs> but as, as you can tell, we are done. Mm-hmm. We are done doing these. Um, so you know, get that information in there. Let mm-hmm. me know what's what's the background on this lovely movie the background of this lovely movie is bella wakes as a vampire from her life-threatening labor and her newborn daughter renessa may god <laughs> proves to be <laughs> proves to be very special indeed while bella adjusts to her new state of being the goddamn name uh renessa may experiences accelerated growth <laughs> Why did she sound like that was computer generated <laughs> renessa <laughs> <May. laughs> was it auto tune <laughs> It sounded, it sounded like Siri. You sounded like Siri. I can't pronounce I'm leaving name. that in. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can't pronounce the name. I want to say resume. I'm going to say resume because I can't. Just say resume. Resume. <laughs> While Bella adjusts to her new state of being, resume experiences accelerated growth. When the Voltry learn of the baby's existence, they declare her to be an abomination and sentence the Collins to death. Bella and were Bella and Edward and the rest of the clan seek help from allies around the world to protect their family. <laughs> so it's the final one. Bella's now a vampire. They have a weird kid. And then the Voltry that I've been like, it, like they've been in all the movies, but the whole time you're mm-hmm. like, what are they? I mean, I know they cause something. Where are these guys going to come in? You know, like, like what are these? Michael Sheen going to say more Literally. than two lines? Do you want to just go ahead and start with our, with our opinions? Yes. So we can get these off our yes. chest. Yes. Okay. Let me. A lot of them. <clears throat> Why the fuck are they introducing fifteen new characters at the last movie? I don't know. And then like half of them don't even have any lines, or you don't even learn their names. And they're in the end credits. Yeah, they're with, in the like, end the credits. Fancy, they're like, all picture seen. things. Like they get specific end credits with their picture. Yeah. Those people didn't say anything. They didn't say anything. And also they include their characters, like names, which I'm sure in the are in the book, but never were yeah. their names mentioned in in the movie. I understand for the for a book why that wouldn't be okay. Yeah. Because you physically have to read what their name is. Yeah, and it doesn't matter if they talk a lot or not, but you know who they are. Yeah. Like their character matters a little bit more mm-hmm. in a book. In a movie. It would make sense if these characters had been introduced throughout because they were so, like, distinct. Mm -hmm. Like, they had, like, some specific descriptor about them. Mm -hmm. That would make more sense for them to get such a, like, unique-looking character if they had any fucking lines or purpose. Exactly. And they weren't just, like, an extra. Yeah, they weren't just there. Yeah. Um, And, like, Rami Malek is in there. I screamed when I saw him because I didn't know he was in this movie. I forgot he was in this movie. I think that was after he was the... Was he in the first night at the museum? Yeah, he was the mummy. Yes. I think that was after he was the mummy. 
so he was, was awesome. on his, he was on his little uptick yeah breaking, breaking dawn part two next i guess yeah <laughs> um the other things i i hate so much that it was a that whole fight that you just watched that was just a dream i think it's a crime to do in a movie like oh it was all just a dream in a book fine sure Ooh, it was just alice showing him his future i think that's dumb <laughs> it is it is very dumb how he just i don't think enough was built up for his character for him to just turn around and be like oh let's go home we're done let's go home i just it's so it just seems like stephanie meyer doesn't know how to end series and i'm just gonna say oh that. yeah definitely and also i have so many reviews that are just using the same words that you are about like every like it's so funny like i can't wait to read them to you i think the the only other thing when jacob says because you know before this if you hadn't seen part two you wouldn't you wouldn't know the part like that this thing between jacob and renesme isn't just like he's trying to protect her you would mm -hmm. think oh, okay maybe is to when he calls ed tells edward should i start calling you dad what i have a note that says jacob is just a full-blown pedophile and everyone just kind of shrugs their shoulders and go like well at least he's protecting her i'm like that's um disgusting <laughs> yeah because if you watch any interaction with them oh before that part and you hear that line in your head you're like i can't believe bella left them in the car alone <laughs> that made i was like oh my god like that was just so awful if i was charlie i would have killed him no kidding if i was edward i would have killed him you hate this guy no kidding and now he's uh targeting your daughter he's daughter. grooming your child he's grooming your he's child literally grooming literally oh and it's like she's gonna reach pe like peak maturity like mm -hmm. yeah like has as mature as she's gonna get in like seven years i feel like they put that in there just so it could be like see she's gonna look like an adult soon really quickly soon very soon <laughs> don't worry it, it's it'll happen any minute now <laughs> it's so it's so creepy so, so disgusting also i got like halfway through this movie and i was like there's still an hour <laughs> i fell asleep so when they're on the ice on that big lake and they're like trying to do the stand-up that's like that is half the movie i fell asleep when they got to the ice fell asleep a little bit in between and woke up you know not too long before they started fighting that's how long the ice scene is like the lake scene that is half the movie Mm -hmm. I was able to fall asleep, not miss anything, and still make it to the fight scene. It's a lot funnier than, it, than Breaking, Breaking Dawn. Part one. I think I think the director kind of realized like this sh shouldn't be as serious as I'm trying to make it. No, at all. People like it. They completely. I, this is another story issue. What happened to the whole thing about Arrow wanting to like kill the Cullens and take their family? Like he was only accusing them of that crime to do that. Do you remember that? No, because, like, I never really understood. <laughs> so the whole, so they, someone comes in and says that the only reason that Arrow is even accusing or making a big deal about Renesmee being alive is because to him he thinks that's a crime. And so he's accusing you of a crime so people will see that you guys aren't bad people and not support you whenever I come in and kill all of you and mm. take your best family member to be part of my team. Yeah. That was the whole reason he was doing it. It was like, you have all of these people. It seems like the choice he would have made was would be to still fight them. But like, Alice shows like his head gets ripped off. Yeah, but he has, the, like, her whole thing is that he has the ability, like, that's not the 
specific truth. She's showing him exactly what could happen, so he could avoid that being the end of it. Especially since he sees what could possibly happen, he could beat those plays. Yes, exactly. So, okay, that makes actually a lot of sense. Yeah, so that's just a, in my opinion, I think that's a plot hole. I don't think his character had enough background and setup to have a change of heart like that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Yeah. No, definitely. I agree now. But what I, I'll i probably think of more stuff mm-hmm. as we get into other parts. But what did you what did you think? Better than Breaking Down Part 1, but still not good. <laughs> like, I yeah. probably won't probably won't ever rewatch this. Like, I literally laughed out loud at this alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, so many times. And I was like, at least I'm laughing, you know? Yeah. At least I'm experiencing a positive emotion, which I was not doing with Breaking Down Part 1. No, that movie was so boring. I hated I hated the first one. second one was a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Not as bad. I laughed a, f- a handful of times, which was good. But I thought, okay, so at the very beginning, Bella wakes up as a vampire. She goes on her first hunt. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought my TV broke when she smells the rock climber because I thought it changed to free solo randomly. So, yes. <laughs> so I was like, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, please don't eat Alex Honnold. I like him. I, I was like, what, where, where did, what happened? And then I realized that she was chasing after him. Um, so Bill, Bill completely just erased, like, when, <laughs> when vampires go in the sun and sparkle, he was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not spending any money towards that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. This was a hundred and 36 million dollar budget where did that money go because i don't think any of it was spent on this movie they did it they did it yet again yeah the last two are the most expensive and they look the worst you had the ball and you dropped it you had the money you put it in your own pocket i don't like i don't know where that money went to but it just i just thought it was ridiculous it is nothing was worth a dollar in that movie especially not the wigs no oh my god like the wigs are just so funny to me one last thing so like in the fight scene on the ice of Voltry, there's some guys in purple robes that don't do anything they all stand behind like they all look creepy and ominous like behind michael sheen yeah, they're supposed to have the best powers in the whole like vampire universe they don't do anything michael sheen has to go go out there and start fighting before they do they just stand there they stand there like they're newbies also is bella's only power to be a shield which is so funny. I love that. She just like I understand. Like yes, it makes you unable to be harmed by anyone. Is that it? You can't even help other than that. I think it does help. Like if she's standing close yeah. enough to people, yeah, like, she can be a shield. <laughs> they have to be within her Bluetooth range. She ch- yeah, but she chooses. Like she was standing right next to Edward when he was like transferred or could only see the Amazon. She's like, I don't see anything. She could have helped him there. I don't know why. Not that they were in trouble, but... No, no. I don't understand why... I don't know. It. I think they just were like, this is the, ol- the only way they'll win is if those guys don't help out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they just stand there. They don't do anything. They don't even, like, really? shuffle around going, oh... Like just they just stand there and just kind of watch. But that's all. That's the only other thing I have about it at the moment. Yeah, that's that's all I have too. Well, the Breaking Dawn ones are like the first ones where we actually like are just tearing it apart structurally. Yeah. Cause oh it's... yeah, because the other ones are too fun to do that. These yeah. actually, these like they're too boring to not. The to... contents of them aren't as wild as how goofy they look. Exactly. I know, they just lose the magic of the first three i would say moving on uh this one it's the filth 
the fifth and final film of the Twilight Saga. Um, the director is Bill Condon. He's known for directing The News Beauty and the Beast, Dream Girls and Kinsey, and of course, Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2. The writers are Melissa Rosenberg, who wrote the screenplay, Steffi Meyer, who wrote, who wrote the novels. Now, the stars are the usual, Christian Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, and then we have in this one, Mackenzie Voy, who plays Resume, and then Michael Sheen, who who plays, um, what's his name in this? Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Uh, fun facts. To protect Mackenzie Foy on set, Bill Condon has set up a swear jar where any cast and crew members caught swearing or uttering profanities were fined on the spot. The amount collected from the jar was donated to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and I could not find how much money one was donated, which makes sense because, you know, it's a charity thing. I don't, I don't think they would want to just release that, but it, I want to know how, how, how much they cursed. But I did find that the two biggest people that cursed were Robert Patterson and Kristen Stewart. Everyone said Kristen Stewart. So let's protect her from swears, but her character's being groomed. <laughs> no cool. kidding. That's the little thing. I thought that it's like everybody's like Phil Ta- Condon was trying to protect Mackenzie Foy from Taylor Lautner. <laughs> like what? <laughs> what is like from who? Jacob, the character? Yeah, no kidding. Like, Stephanie Meyer? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, so they had a swear jar, which I thought was funny. So it's kind of weird. So we haven't talked about the CGI baby yet, but there are 10 actresses who play different ages of Mackenzie Foy, including like multiple babies. And I'm just sitting here, where were those babies then? Because all it was was a CGI baby. Well, here's the thing. They just needed a baby that to be carried so they could oh, put the like, face like on the, it. Oh, like the body. Okay. But yeah. why would they do that? Just get I don't know. the baby's face. I- I could see zero logic behind them doing that because it looks horrifying. Who gives a shit if the like just fix the, the do something to the baby's eyes? Okay, Maybe. that's it. But she's like half human, so it's like her eyes don't necessarily need to look vampire-y. Yeah, they can. It's just a baby. Just put the baby in in the scene. I don't understand why you had to put some of the just horrific CGI. You know, I think a, a book series about. Renesme would be way cooler <laughs> than this whole this whole series. No kidding. Just as a concept. Without the Jacob stuff. Yeah. Would be really cool. Like a half human, half vampire. Yeah. Like that's dope. That is pretty cool. You have to just Or like the dude who was like the first ev- like the first half vampire person that Alice oh, could yeah. find. Like that would be dope. Yeah, she talks <laughs> to Bella. She talks to Bella at one point. But then point. she has to touch everyone else's face. That's so weird. I don't yeah I don't know I would understand if like she didn't talk at all and did that mm-hmm. but also you know there's kids who are like that where they will only verbally communicate with their parents right yeah that's yeah. true let's move on to the first review this is from Richard Props who has been <laughs> has written we've we just keep he keeps popping up in all the reviews he he saw he's the all the most of consistent them. he's the most consistent he actually watched all of them yeah he's pretty like fair with his reviews he's not like to me or anything so he wrote in this one he actually states he actually did like this movie he liked it a lot more than part one for sure okay that's fair yeah richard says there's nothing great about the movies unless you're a fan of the franchise he specifically says yes breaking down part two is cliched melodramatic faux romantic occasionally silly and reverent to the point of lunacy but for Twilight fans, this may very well be the film that weaves together all the pieces and blends together into a surprisingly coherent, entertaining, well-paced, and I dare say, emotionally resonant film. 
I mean, yeah, I mean. The plot decisions were like, you know, they, they made sense at that point. Yeah. But do I think they were good decisions? No. No, I don't think they were good decisions. And there's like a lot of fans who read the books and hated the movie. And there are a lot of fans who just hate the last book because it just seems like a mess. <laughs> if the movie was a mess and they were following along pretty closely to the book, then the book must be a mess. That's all. Mm-hmm. I haven't read it, so I don't specifically know, but... Well, there was a review last time that said that the last half of Breaking Dawn, the book, is the worst. They said it was, like, very chaotic. Richard says it takes a good 30 to 45 minutes for the movie to pick up because we're watching Bella explore her powers, resume growing up, and then we're watching Bella Edward Edward's marriage. So it's kind of... Kind of, he says it's kind of, kind of boring. Mm-hmm. He says this is great for, you know, diehard fans, but everyone else is probably just laughing through it, which, yeah. He says um, the film is adorably goofy, silly, and at the same time reverent to its cinematic predecessor, predecessors. Even the film's special effects, which were at times laughably bad in the last film, are devoid of the awkward human-to-wolf transitions and the other silliness that was supposed to be mythical, but was mostly just a mess. In this film, transitions are mostly seamless, and even Jacob's mandatory abs, abs shots make sense within the context of the story. I, I thought this movie was clunky. I did not think there... I don't... I don't know. It just seemed really clunky. Kristen Stewart clearly embraces the ability to set aside mopey goth Bella in favor of the more alive but undead Bella. This is hot girl Bella. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Like her... Like he notes like her personality like came alive. Her hair one. looks different in this one. The way she dresses is different in this one. Like she, she yells more. <laughs> she's like she, louder. I think. I, I hate. I hate that. That's a decision that was made for her character, mm-hmm. just by like the author of the books. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, okay, well now she's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, mm-hmm. Surprise! She could have been cooler. She could have been cool this whole time, but she wasn't. It had to be vampires that changed her into a cool person. Yeah, and he notes that Edward was as is usual. And then he goes, Lautner? He still can't act, and this time he's outshined by a particularly particularly nonverbal Mackenzie Foy as resume. So <laughs> the the little he's, girl who doesn't shine by a child. Yeah. The, the one that doesn't speak even. <laughs> Among the sporting players, Billy Burke again illuminates the screen every time he's on it, while Malcolm Sheen is a complete and utterly utterly evil joy. There he Billy Burke was in this movie probably less than five minutes. And he still gets a mention of his great performance in this movie. I love that. Well, this so way, much. he's got a lady friend. Does he have a lady friend? Yeah. Who? It's like someone from Jacob's tribe. Aw, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think you might have fallen asleep through the part where they go over to his house for like dinner or something. I or did. Christmas. Oh, Christmas. Okay, that's probably you where I fell asleep. You missed the Twilight Christmas special. <laughs> I did. I have no clue what you're talking about. So yeah, I probably did fall asleep during that part. Yeah. Okay. So he he has a lady friend, and he's she's over at his house whenever Bella drops Jacob and resume <laughs> over there. <laughs> That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. I completely miss. It's like the most. Yeah. He's in there a lot, a lot, a little more than you think. Okay. Because like he, because yeah. like I thought he was only in that beginning scene where he beats like the baby and stuff, but no, he. <laughs> No, okay. He comes back. He literally babysits Renesmee during the the whole fight at first. Like the not whenever. Oh, okay, that's what it is. They go meet with them, and then they have to um, hide her oh, with okay. him, with him, and then they bring her to the fight. 
at the end anyway there's like something going on in the middle i don't know i watched it i might as well have fallen asleep but i watched it <laughs> that is so funny <laughs> oh god i thought i rewinded all the way to the point i fell asleep i guess i did it at all because <laughs> i did yeah, not know that scene existed oh that's hilarious oh my god <laughs> i love that yeah okay well there you go well I wasn't saying Billy Burke is not great. I just loved, I just thought there was only five minutes of him and he still got a mention. But he got, he had a little bit more and this is the last like bit he talks about. If the Twilight films have never been your thing, I can't fathom a reason you fall in love with the series with this film. Well, you shouldn't start with the last film. I don't, I don't know who's doing that. But then again, why would you still be seeing the films if you didn't secretly harbor a crush on Team Member or Team Jacob? The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2 is truly a film that was made lovely, lovingly for the saga's legion of fans who have turned these films into widely popular and profitable films. If you count yourself among the Twilight Legion of fans, then I'm pleased to report that you're going to find yourself very, very happy here. Maybe. There's a lot of people who liked it, you know. I saw a lot of good reviews. I think just not being a fan and getting to this point, mm-hmm. not that I hate the other movies or anything, just like I'm not like a diehard Twilight fan. Yeah. So getting to this point, like, I didn't, I don't, I did not feel that it was all resolved properly. Mm -hmm. But I get that, like, being a fan of something, you got, you got to see it through so you find, you know, what you liked about it still. And, like, even when I I went to talk to Serena about part one and I was like, I hated it. And she was like, they got married, you know? (laughs) Like, I loved it. I love the wedding scene in part one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think that was enough for some of them. They got married. She turned into a vampire. That's what yeah. she wanted. Yeah. So it's enough for me. Oh, that's kind of yeah. sweet. It is, you know? Yeah. That's true, yeah. So I get it, but, like, I still hate it. <laughs> As a casual fan, because I love the first one, I love Eclipse. Those are probably yeah. my two favorite. Like, I will rewatch those anytime. But I'm not a diehard fan, and I will probably never watch the Breaking Dawns ever again. Maybe New yeah. Moon. Not the Dawns. <laughs> Not, not my favorite. Dawn. Not this. <laughs> um, I have another one, and this is a Rolling Stone article. <laughs> so I thought, which I thought was really funny. Review by Peter Travers. He gave it a two out of four stars. He writes, "It's dead. It's dead." By which I mean, it's finished. It's finished. Five movies have been squeezed out of four Stephanie Meyer Twilight books, all of them re- redefining cinematic tedium for a new century. And now it's over. It's over. No more Twilight movies ever. I'm so joyful that I might be overrating the Twilight Saga, Breaky Dawn Part 2, by saying it's not half bad. Actually, it's almost completely bad. But there's a smidge of twisted energy in the final chapter, as if everyone is relieved to be done with the damn thing. Okay, that's how we kind of feel about it, though. (laughs) Kind of done. Kind of done with it. It's as if the slumming Bill Condon, who directed the worst Twilight movie in the Breaking Dawn Part 1, started thinking, fuck it, and decided to laugh subversely, at the whole silly business, which I also agree, because in Breaking Down Part 1, he's way too serious. And in yeah, this one, yeah. I can see how the the humor kind of came out a little bit more. I agree. Yeah. No one has a better time than Michael Sheen as a vamp chief, as as vamp chief Arrow, leading legions of Voltry in a war against these rebels. Sheen is so deliciously hammy, his performance should come with a side of pineapple. <laughs> he says he's glad... There's more action in this one, but the special effects are terrible, and I completely agree. Um, he So it's like he only mentions about the wolves, but not the freaking baby, which I think is 
the worst. Like, I can get the wools, whatever. The digital wools look ridiculous, you know. Uh, but even they have to take a backseat to the dialogue in which Bella and Edward, culling in a meadow, profess to love each other forever and ever. Or forever and forever, sorry. You can see the effort it takes for Stuart and Pattison not to do a spit take. It must be devotions to, to the Twihards who made their careers or excellent weed that helped them maintain straight faces. You're going to hear a lot about Breaking Dawn Part 2 being the best of the Twilight movies. That's like saying a simple head cold is preferable to swine flu. They'll all make you sick. That last little bit. It was a little mean. I like the first one and Eclipse. But I, I don't think this is the best one at all. Probably the second to worst. And now we can move on to the reviews. I will start with a positive one. This is a review that's a 10 out of 10 on IMBD. Came out June 9, 2020, so not, a, not that long ago. Yeah, but this one's a 10 out of 10. And the title is Amazing Movie. I didn't expect that. Amazing Movie. This movie is my favorite of the Twilight Saga. It is amazing. I didn't like the first three very much, but this one and the last are awesome. Which is so odd to me because like... It's so wrong. It's so wrong. How did you not like the first one? Well, why are you watching three of them, not liking them, and then hanging on for the last two and liking those? But do you remember those ones where it was like, I hated hated New Moon, but I'm still going to watch all of them? Yeah. I guess it's just commitment to wanting to finish them. Okay. You watched... You read... Especially if this person read all the books. Yeah. It's just kind of like... It has to be really, really fucking bad for you not to watch all of them. Yeah, that's true. Like, you have to hold, like, it's that, like, holding on for hope that one of them's good. Yeah, I guess then they found it in the last two, but... First three aren't bad! (laughs) As much as the, um, as New Moon was boring. Yeah. Still, like, I just, I'd personally still rewatch it if I was watching all of them. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't watch the last two. (laughs) No, absolutely not. So we can move on to the one stars. This one's from IMBD, 1 out of 10. Came out in September 2021, not that long ago. Uh, They called it overrated. This movie is just overrated on many levels. Bad acting, awful selection of cast members, with the worst actress in the world, Kristen Stewart. Boring and unrealistic story. Overall, an overrated movie that should not be pushed that much. Brainwashed generation fell for this movie and became diehard fans brainwashed generation just say you're a boomer and get out of here brainwashed that's aggressive it's uh it's so much negative energy for some just movies just movies that people like i think this one's similar to that or it might be a different Mm -hmm. one but we'll see this is a one out of ten came out in march 2013 so not that long before the movie or after the movie came out it's called the worst movie ever question mark i can't believe this movie has the following it has shame on the world Wow, that's a lot. Shame on the world. Take this energy somewhere else. No kidding. Like, (laughs) it is not that big of a deal. There's a TikTok audio that's something along the lines of like, I like what you're doing, but why don't you put that energy into like a job or something? (laughs) Exactly. Like, my goodness. And they, I can do, I don't care what age you are. No one should stand for this insult to the medium of film. This is such a film boy comment because like my goodness it is not a big deal there are worse movies made before even twilight came out many many horrible movies yeah that's also why i appreciate because we've read a a review from one of my professors before that's why i appreciate that he he has the potential to be a pretentious douchebag he's a film professor Mm -hmm. but he's still like you know watched all of them and wrote Mm -hmm. a review on all of them and didn't call them 
garbage scum to the earth he just made you know little jokes about them yeah in his review but that's it that's, you know that's it. it's possible to do that without saying it's an insult to the film the world of film it's like it's fine that bad movies are made and that people like them it's okay good movies are still gonna come out dude it's fine literally and this he just keeps going the human race has hit a new low the special effects, the dialogue, the characters, the goth hipster look that all the characters sport, Patterson's syrup, syrupy pillow talk, Stewart's total lack of acting chops, it all adds up to a stinking piece of feces. That's it's graphic. <laughs> a lot of people that were into Twilight were emo or goth. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand, but I feel like now those terms mean such different things visually so it's like when i think of twilight i don't think of emo you know i just think of like teenagers yeah that's what i think too and that just shows you like how old this person is too and like at the time i get it because it was like they were being called goth and emo so everyone just assumed that that's what that was Mm -hmm. but like they just looked bella looked like every other bitch you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes yeah he still has more to say um, I might gouge my eyes out after I write this review, actually. Actors used to Please be my... <laughs> uh, yeah, no kidding. Actors used to be my heroes. Not anymore. Forget all those self-serving prima donnas. The, Raz- the Razzies were so right on this one. Yeah, he just writes, Fascinelli, no. Sheen, no. So, it's just too serious for movies that aren't serious at all. Uh, moving on, this one is a 1 out of 10. It was written in 2020. Dakota Fanning just ruins all of her movies now. Dakota Fanning is such a has-been. I can't believe she keeps getting cast. She has lost her talents completely. I don't think any blame should be cast on her. No, she's not the problem. She's barely a character. She's barely a character in this movie, which is fine. But I just don't understand the hate. So many people go after Dakota Fanning in these movies. She's just a vampire villain, okay? Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to some letterbox reviews. Yay. Which are always hilarious. They're like the Tumblr of um, <laughs> of movie reviews. They are. And they're just like, they show the fans, I believe. Oh, like yeah. true, Like fans who get it. I'm going to start with this one because it's kind of weird. So they wrote, this is by the same person. They wrote two separate reviews with two separate ratings. Back to back. Okay. First one, they gave it three stars. And they said, Bella really said, guys, gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss which I can already tell was written recently. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they wrote this because I don't know what she – I mean, she's strong now. I think that's why because she's a, she's stronger than Edward. Okay, so she – okay. <laughs> that's funny. So she, they wrote that, and then right after that – so first off, they put it as two stars, and they start off going one star for the resume CGI baby and the other for you nicknamed my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> which is true but i just don't understand why they put two different reviews and they're different reviews they had two different points to make what do you not get i uh, <laughs> you know what <laughs> that's smart <laughs> keep them keep them on their toes exactly okay. this one is a one star imagine if infinity war ended like that <laughs> thanos is just like we should just go home yeah exactly like oh it's a dream you know it was actually just a it was just a, I don't even know what character would be able to do I'm that. I'm thinking of... Like Wanda, is that what she does? I don't know what her, I don't know what her power is. Didn't it, Cumberbatch can kind of, I guess he can see in the future a little bit? I don't know. I don't know if he can do that. He can, well, he can, his character can like manipulate time. 
So it makes sense that his character would do that. But it's just like, when I saw them all running towards each other, I'm like, this is just like Infinity War. <laughs> this, is, this is the OG Marvel movie. When this person moves on, they wrote three stars. Finally have finished the Twilight series. I came in as a girl. I left as a woman. That's <laughs> how so I feel. It's emotionally drained me. That's the thing. Like, a lot of people got, you know, these were their childhood, and I get it, you know? Yeah. Uh, this one's a five-star one. Ever laughing as Bella loses loses it because Jacob imprinted on their daughter is peak cinema. Mm -hmm. Also blows a kiss to the sky from Rami Malek. <laughs> yes, but he people love him a lot more now than they did then. Yeah, yeah. Not that, he's not that they did not that he was bad or anything. Just he's been in he's he's been Freddie Mercury for the love of God, you know? Like he's There's a review about that. I can't wait till it pops up. Okay. Uh this was just a one star that goes, Jacob, go to fucking jail. <laughs> That's how we all feel. Yeah. He needs to be he needs to be locked away. No kidding. Uh this is a five star one. No offense, but those end credits have me feeling some kind of way. So I guess a good way. Cause I like yeah, so. it was like nostalgia, you know? Nostalgic. Was it a neg wait, was that how many stars was that? It was five have? stars, so I guess it was in a good way. I guess. Yeah. Also, the montage of Bella and Edward is so stupid. Yeah. Oh, it's like a you like someone someone. It's I don't a know fan if I read it. it. That's it's like a, a you yeah. It's a like. YouTube yeah. fan edit. That's the shit I would make for American Horror Story in high school. <laughs> exactly. Okay, that is that is goofy. Yeah. And they were literally playing the "I would die every day." Wait. People for were saying you. like that brought them to tears, which I is so funny to me. I love I'm not it. Gonna, you know how emotional I am. Yeah. I teared up a little bit. You as did. Much, as much as I hated it, I was like, I watched all of it. I watched the whole the whole credit scene just for. You I can't know. fight these tears. I can't fight these fucking tears. Yeah. They're literally playing. They can't play Christina Perry like that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next one, it's a one star, and it writes, "This was horrible. I did not love it. I still cried though." <laughs> Which That's is me. How, yeah, that is you. It's definitely you. I was literally like mad at myself. I was like, don't you fucking cry. <laughs> Not at this. Not at this. <laughs> but to, you know, just to paint a picture for anyone listening, I cried when Mike the Situation proposed to his, <laughs> his girlfriend, Lauren. Okay. Exactly. That's how, I, that's how sensitive I am. <laughs> yeah. So don't be surprised by this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, this one is a three and a half star one. Robert Pattinson, after finishing the movie, I'm free. Worst experience of my fucking life. <laughs> he shits on those movies so hard, and it's so mm -hmm. funny to me. I love it. He gets, he deserves it. He, he worked hard for it. People think he's a terrible actor because of them, so I think he deserves all of it. Exactly, and like I just want to say, like he's in so many good movies. Just, yeah. just watch like a good time or what's it called? I think it's good yeah, time. Good time. And yeah. The Lighthouse, I love him in those. They're really good. I still haven't seen Lighthouse. It's weird, but That's he's good. I've heard. It's super weird, beautifully yeah. shot, but and he's still good. I like it. Yeah. Uh, this is a two and a half star one. Bella almost kills the free solo bro at the beginning of this. <laughs> I had to screenshot that because I literally thought that. The fuck? Her climbing <laughs> and them? So scary. And like, she's barefoot. She sk she's freaking literally. barefoot. <laughs> And Edward's like, please don't. <laughs> and then she, she just jumps like, off no. the cliff. Just completely jumps off the cliff. 
her like them running i i don't i guess they just don't run as much in the other ones they don't and it's so it's weird they look hilarious they look so they're running because to make them look like they're running fast they just edit their faces yeah to, like move yeah like exactly this. Bella runs like a goofball. Carlisle <laughs> runs hilarious. I need to look it up because I, I didn't, I couldn't like and, really like, see them. They, they should have taught them some form, you know? Yeah. Like it's, because, you know, yeah. before, if you don't know like proper running form, you will look like a goofball you're, when you're running. You're going to look like you're running in a dream, which is never pretty or effective. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Carlisle runs. Oh my God. I love that. But, like, you know, Bella does not – I think what throws me off is I just – if I had to think of the the least athletic character in a movie that I could think of, it would be her. Oh, my God. Like, I just can't think of her as athletic in any way. Yeah. She just does so much nothing. Yeah. And is, like, being carried in all the other movies when she has yeah, to be no athletic. kidding. So it's, like, seeing her run is just funny to me. <laughs> I just like sorry. It, it's just bad special effects. So I just I love those scenes. They're really yeah. funny. Yeah, Cou- coupled with funny running, it's just this is a, a five star one. <laughs> this is a little bit lamer, but Martin Scorsese once said the Twilight Saga is the best and most beautiful piece of art in cinema. <laughs> Here's the thing: he hates those Marvel movies. I don't think he ever quoted that he hates Twilight. So that should say something. I'm about to look this up. Yeah, I want to. I'm curious to know if he's ever like openly said he hates Twilight. Because if he hasn't, that means the Twilight franchise is better than any Marvel movie ever made. Okay, I didn't find I didn't find that, but I found something from 2019, and the only sentence that's popping up on like the um, summary of whatever this link is to mm-hmm. says, "Twilight is the greatest film series in history. Suck it, Scorsese. It's better than The Godfather, and it's better than anything Martin Scorsese has ever made. You can debate this fact, but you'd be wrong." <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, did Martin Scorsese says he didn't make Godfather? No, he's saying it's better than Godfather and anything that Oh, um, okay. I thought they were Scorsese could have I thought made. they were being dumb and th- thinking Martin Scorsese made that. I'm like, no, he didn't. <laughs> they list reasons why it's better, why it's the best movie ever. Can I read these real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Reason number one, it has vampires. Reason number two, <laughs> it, has, it has vampires who play baseball in the rain. <laughs> Reason number three, it has vampires who play baseball in the rain, but who also have a vampire cult after them. <laughs> number four, it, is, it has vampires who play baseball in the rain, but who also have a co- vampire cult after them with whom they fight a lot. <laughs> These are all very good reasons. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip to the last fact. There's only there was only two more. It has a vampire who plays baseball in the rain, but who also have a vampire called after them with whom they fight a lot and did i mention the teenage werewolf falling in love with the half vampire baby who was originally meant to be a robot <laughs> have you seen the original robot that they have oh for it's um Re- renesmee doesn't it have like a little long wig on and it's like yeah. just the most terrifying there's, thing you've ever seen well there's a statue they have it in like a little box and forks on display and it just says chuck esme <laughs> That, okay, I want to see a movie made about the robot baby that was supposed to be mm-hmm. used. I want to see a movie mm-hmm. about that. But I agree with those reasons. That is true. Mm-hmm. Scorsese can go suck it. <laughs> That's so funny. And you could tell him I said that. <laughs> <laughs>
What if we accidentally started beef with a big director? <laughs> I would honestly, I would love it. Anyone, though, I'd I love it. I don't care. <laughs> the publicity, the drama. <laughs> I would, I would get so giddy if Mars Scorsese <laughs> just sent me a hate message. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the perfect amount of like drama for the two of us. <laughs> I would love it. What has this podcast got going on? Oh, they have a running beef with Martin Scorsese (laughs) over the Twilight movies. (laughs) It's two 20-year-old girls just yelling at Martin Scorsese, just bullying Martin Scorsese. Don't even get me started on Tarantino. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't want to, no, he doesn't want to fight He doesn't want this smoke. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bring up all the dirt. I don't care. Yeah. We'll have an episode of us just tearing them apart. I honestly wouldn't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, let's let's move on back to the Twilight before we before we piss somebody off. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> um, this next one's a three star one. The cat, the cats from Cats, come from the same bad place that the CGI Twilight baby did. Those things are creepy looking. The movie version. Me and Austin would watch fifteen minute intervals of that movie and then we would get so bored or uncomfortable with it we would turn it off and then we would just do that every few weeks until we i think we got almost (laughs) to the end of the movie that's the only way to watch that movie. yeah you can only watch it for a few minutes this is a two and a half star one i like this one batman is still sexy in this one i like the part when (laughs) batman and the lead singer queen teen up to fight the bad guys (laughs) Uh, i love that one i i forgot I forgot that he's Batman now. Yeah, he's Batman now. I'm gonna go see yeah. it. I'm very. It excited. looks really good. I love, I love a serious Batman movie. I love a, <laughs> I love a skinny Batman who's not <laughs> beefed up at all. It's just Robert Pattinson because he. They said like you have to get like ripped for this. And he's like, okay, give me give me six months and I'll I'll I can be the part you want me to be. He came back six months later looking no different, <laughs> and they were like forced to like, well, we can't do we can't not have him in it now. Well, they literally they put a fake chest and abs on um robert downey jr in iron man just so he can have like that little oh really circle yeah thing. why so can't they, they just have the capabilities yeah, yeah. He, i mean it I, is a lot of time and money to put those on people though but it's literally batman right and like the <laughs> other the ones like the the past ones have always or at least starting with at least christian bell and mm-hmm. What's his name? Ben Affleck. I think I they got... He, I f- he was a blip of a Batman. He regrets it so bad. I can already tell. Yeah. I think I, everyone regrets a, it. I Yeah, I regret knowing that he was even Batman. I guess they worked out for it, so I think they just expected every new Batman to do it, and Robert's like, yeah. no. <laughs> I also, I don't think they could beat the Heath Ledger as Joker Batman, no, in my opinion. No, no one's but... gonna ever top yeah, that he was such a he was such a good batman not batman <laughs> he was such a good joker <laughs> he's such a good joker but like i know that's that was part of his his downfall so it's like yeah i mean it was such an iconic role for him and mm-hmm. i mean and he took it so seriously too so he did. yeah he did but let's move on before i start crying <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> no i'm not actually it's fine i'm just emotional it's fine <laughs> Sorry I brought him up. <laughs> How could you even bring up the word Batman? It's going to make me think of Heath Ledger. At least make me think of Jared Leto, so I'm at least mad, not sad. Exactly. <laughs> All right, this one's just half a star. Okay. I'm only halfway through the film, but I fucking hate it so much. Why is everyone a fucking superhero? This might be the worst film I've ever seen. Fuck this film. Really? Fuck it. What a fucking atrocity. Uh, why does everyone have to be a superhero in the freaking Marvel movies? 
why is everyone a superhero in all those I, wh- uh, why no but i get what they're saying it's just like oh everyone has it's now now it's like a more of a fantasy movie like mm-hmm. a young adult fantasy like you know it just it doesn't match tonally with the other ones that's true for them to like to be like oh well now we all have these special <laughs> powers and it's a magic movie now <laughs> i like you it. know yeah i i get it i i but that's a thought that's definitely a thought i had where i was like i don't care yeah. <laughs> i don't care i don't care that they have superpowers that's true like they could just be vampires fighting each other but i know that they have to have like something special <laughs> about them or whatever yeah that's i mean that's true. it's just tonally it seemed random the next one is three three stars and it goes michael sheen is so bonkers <laughs> which i love it's like yeah he's um, playing a vampire cult leader yeah i'm only gonna read the first few sentences of this one because they just kind of go off but i just love the first sentence it's one and a half stars and went finally finished with this unhinged mormon nightmare (laughs) a creepy tread polygamous fantasy wherein being separate from the rest of the society rest of society and living with your entire family on a cottage compound in the woods is high fantasy demented horrifying Mm -hmm. and then they go off and about the jacob and printing thing and fair enough it's bad and that's fair enough (laughs) i just love this mormon nightmare (laughs) yes it is okay this one doesn't have any stars and i hate when they don't put any stars because then i just have to guess what they're talking about or how they liked it oh this is a i watched all five of these today main criticism is that there are no other monsters beyond vampire and werewolves a ghost a frankenstein even a humble goblin would have been nice Maybe the, <laughs> maybe the woman vampire. <laughs> she says woman vampire, not even Bella. She watched yeah. all five movies. She should know her name. I think it's a joke. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe the woman vampire could have could have had a brief love triangle with the man vampire and some kind of talking pumpkin, alas. I think they mean like another woman vampire should have been like a part of the love triangle. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Like they're. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Also, Alice fucking saves the whole everyone's asses. No kidding. Yeah, she's the hero. Why didn't Bella end up with her? Yeah. (laughs) Team Alice. Team Alice. That's a lot of Team Alice, which I get. Yeah. Or Ashley Green. Yeah. Well, you know us gays (laughs) and our our love for representation. (laughs) Um, The next one is a four and a half star one. You know, men on the internet like to tell me that I don't have taste a lot. But I just watch all five of these movies in a 12-hour span, so. <laughs> I don't know. Good for you. That's like, think about it. If you started at like 9 a.m., you wouldn't be done until 9 p.m. I I could do that. It's not impossible. It's it, not too I bad. I get it. I get it. This is actually the last few. Uh, this okay. is four-star. That fine scene was better than the end games. I don't care. And then <laughs> <laughs> this is the last one. <laughs> got jump scared by rami malik <laughs> <laughs> so that was the last letterbox one and then i can okay. finish off with a 10 star one this is the last 10 star one 10 out of 10 on imbd it's titled best movie ever it's ran in 2018 um i'm a guy and i watched this movie finally while i was randomly scrolling through channels on the tv i read book i had read the books a long time back and didn't think i could watch the movies as it would mean going through the heartbreak of seeing a series end but boy mm-hmm. these guys have presented it so beautifully 10 in the town for me from me a fan of the books oh 
That's the cutest review. I know. So far. I love it. I mean, it's bare minimum from a man, but like, yeah. it's so cute. I like how you mention it though, because like, there's so many guys going. Oh, I saw. This. I'm a dude, by the way, and I was embarrassed to watch this. Movie. I was like, whatever. I like. He's like, yeah. I'm a dude. I'm an actual fan. I read fan. all the books. I read yeah. all the books, and I'm glad I watched the movies. Like, nice. Yeah, that's. I think that's really cute. Mm-hmm. Because I get that, that feeling of, like, I don't want to watch this all the way through. Like, I don't want to finish these movies because mm-hmm. that means it's over. Yeah. But also, I have such a FOMO personality <laughs> that I have to watch it. Yeah. Because, like, Noah's that way with, like, TV shows. He won't, he doesn't like watching the finales because he's like, I don't, I don't want to know what happens. I just want to, I just want it to always exist in my head. Oh. And it's like, you know. I feel that way, but, like, I'm, like, if I don't watch every episode right now. I'm a binge watcher. I have to watch everything. I have to watch all of it right now. And I and I live with someone who doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. And they'll wait forever to watch the next episode. And I have to wait because we're watching it together. So, it, yeah. Yeah. I get yeah. a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> no, I always just at some point, I'm, like, I'm watching this on my own. You can deal with it. <laughs> I get in trouble for that. Yeah, I do We're too. Very, if we start with something together, we we gotta we have to watch it all together. And this will probably be our most unhinged episode, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, it w- it's it's deserved. These movies are unhinged. It was <laughs> these fans are unhinged. So that's they are. We've earned it. We've yeah. earned our unhinged episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You just whoever is listening right now. Just imagine how much I had to cut out, okay? And be great, gr- be grateful for what's in here. Yeah, no kidding. Um, if you had to rate it from one out of five stars, what would you rate it? For pain and suffering from both Breaking Dawns, two out of five. Two out of five, yeah. Because I know we gave the first one a one out star. Because it's just so bad. I hate that. I hate Breaking Dawn Part One. Breaking Dawn Part Two is a little bit more tolerable. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give it three stars, though. It doesn't deserve three stars. I would say it's a two out of five. It's a lot better than the first one, though, I will say. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a lot more watchable. Way more watchable. It's just, like, in context of the whole series and ending up here. Yeah. I'm just, like, I am not a fan yeah. of it. But, yeah. So thank you so much for listening along with us through this Twilight series. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. You can find us on social media. As of right now, we only have a TikTok and it's easy bake takes on tiktok so follow us there if you want to we're gonna start posting clips and stuff soon but thank you so much for listening in general this has been easy bake takes i'm kat and i'm riley easy watching out there goodbye bye (laughs)